Do you want to attract more of your dream clients? Today's podcast episode is brought to you by my free client attraction masterclass. If you're sick of posting on socials and feel like you're wasting your time and you're feeling overwhelmed and not sure where you should be focusing your energy, then I want to share with you my four step formula to attracting your dream clients. In this 60 minute masterclass, we're going to overcome the top three mistakes that are holding you back from the success that you deserve and help you stop hoping and dreaming and start taking massive action towards the goals that you're trying to achieve. So if you know your product or service can help your clients, but you don't know how to communicate it to with it to them effectively, then head across to my website at periscopecoaching.com.au slash masterclass. I'll put the link in the show notes and join me for the masterclass and let's take your business to the next level. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hi, how you going? I hope you're having a great day. And thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited about this podcast because I have come from a sales background and it's one of the key things that I go through with my clients because Sales is everything. If, you, if you're not good at sales, then you don't have a business. And if you want to grow your business, then getting better at sales is always a great investment. So I wanted to talk a lot about the fear of sales and how to overcome it and how to start changing your story around sales. Because when you start to shift and change the belief patterns around the stories that you tell yourself about sales, that'll actually help you to be able to become better at sales. Because for a lot of people, sales is scary and it has a lot of connotations around what it means to be salesy and sleazy and all of that type of thing. And when we're able to overcome it and and realize that sales is just an opportunity for you to share your gifts, it's an opportunity for you to solve a problem a client may be experiencing to make their lives better. We all buy things every single day of the week. But when it comes to asking our potential clients to invest in ourselves and to spend money with us, there becomes this whole anxiety and fear around what it might mean, what it means about us, what it means about our business and what our clients might be thinking in the self-judgment and the judgment from others and all of these things come into play, which make it awkward. And no one wants to buy from someone who's awkward. No one wants to feel like they're being ripped off or used or cheated. And sometimes we create this space where Clients feel uncomfortable to say yes to actually spend money with us because we're making it awkward, not because they don't want to spend the money. So if you want more clients, more opportunities, more money, or maybe it's even just asking for what you want, then we're at every single point in our lives, we're selling something. We might be selling ourselves. We might be selling our abilities. We might be selling our products or services. We might even be selling the restaurant down the road. We might be selling our best friend's cafe. Like we're always recommending and technically selling. And that's all it comes down to. It's a recommendation. It's an offering for someone to say yes or no to. 
and that yes or no has nothing to do with you. So we need to be able to overcome the fear of sales so then we can start to shift the results that we're achieving with our sales processes or sales skills so we can start welcoming more clients into our businesses and start to achieve the success that you want. Sales is something that I have grown to love. I feel like as, because I started off my journey as a hairdresser, I felt like we were always selling ourselves uh, and then we were encouraged to, to recommend retail. And early on, I really, really struggled with it. And I learned from some really cool people when I was working on cruise ships and really just started to understand the psychology of sales because there were times when, like, I'm sure that you could think of experiences where you've had negative experiences where you felt sold to, you felt ripped off, you felt cheated, lied to, all that sort of stuff. Everyone always pictures like the sleazy car salesman, the used car salesman. And honestly, like that's just created in our world of society. Like when we see a salesman, when the way that it's depicted in you know, Hollywood movies or TV shows, it comes across as very sleazy, but it doesn't have to be like that. And I think it's time that we let go of that old persona and start to create our own persona of what recommending our products and services means and start to embody, embody a new vision of becoming a good salesperson. Our past experiences shape everything for us. So whenever I I talk about sales, there's usually a story or an experience we've had where we felt sold to, cheated on, ripped off. And sometimes it's about overcoming that past experience and knowing that because you have the awareness around that of how that made you feel, that you walking into a sales process or a sales conversation with with a potential client, if you're aware of that, It's important to know that that's who you don't want to be, but it's important that we start to refocus on who you do want to be in that situation. Because if you're not aware of who you do want to embody and how you want to show up in that sales conversation, then it can often come across as awkward because we don't want to be too salesy. We don't want to be too pushy, but then we end up not actually serving the client in the the moment. And we end up kind of not even giving them opportunity to say, yes, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, yep, it'll be good. Yep, this will be really good for you. And anyway, just let me know when you want to get started or you just let me know if it's something that you want. And we kind of like talk them out of it. Like it's really interesting. And so when you start to look at your sales process, it's really important to know that one, there is a process to follow. And it's really helpful if you do actually work through a process. But start to first uncover what stories you've been telling yourself about sales And are they serving you? Are they setting you up to be confident and successful in your sales conversations? Or are they setting you up to feel awkward and sleazy and pushy? If they're the latter, then it's time to shift and change those and start to adopt new experiences and and start to really rack your brain of times when you've purchased something that made you really excited, that you enjoyed the sales process. Like when I bought my car, I loved the sales process. Like they were so genuine. They were so open and honest. They told me exactly what I was getting, exactly what was going to happen next. The process through from beginning to end felt easy and comfortable and honest and true. And I was excited to get my car once it's all completed, right? So how can you create a situation where a client is excited by saying yes, 
But that's exactly what you want. And when you attract the right clients, your dream clients, it's much easier. If you're trying to convince someone to buy something that you're not even sure it's right for them, then you are doing them a disservice by convincing them to buy it. And then that's when it becomes pushy and salesy, right? So I think when it comes to sales, you've first got to start with uncovering who your ideal client is and spending time on working out how to attract your dream client. And that's the exact reason why I've created the Client Attraction Masterclass. So it's happening tomorrow night because I know this this podcast episode is going out on the 15th of July. So the masterclass is a free online masterclass live with me. And if you have registered for it, I'll be seeing you. If you haven't yet and you still want to, you've still got time. It's going to be happening on July 16th. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday. So please check that out. Definitely starts with making sure that you're attracting the right clients. And then once you get those beautiful right clients into a discovery call or into a sales conversation um, where you're offering what your product or service is based on the problems they're experiencing, then it's about a beautiful conversation to uncover one, if they're the right client for you, if they are actually needing what you're offering and the solution that you're created for their problem. And we can only do that by asking some beautiful questions opening up the conversation really openly and honestly and being able to uncover if they're the right person for you and for your service or product. Because if you are recommending your product to the people that are not the right fit, then that can come back to bite you in the butt, but it also can actually hinder you from getting the sale and that then ends up you getting multiple no's and then that disheartens you and you end up hating sales, right? So being able to get mindful of one, you want to attract the right clients into the sales conversation. And then once you're in the conversation, start to set intentions on who you want to be in that sales sales call and really work on uncovering to make sure that they're the right client for you before you offer your services. People most of the time feel sold to if they don't know, or if they, if you haven't uncovered that they have a need that you can fulfill. So being able to uncover that need is the most important part of a sales process. And that comes with building really great rapport. It comes with asking really great questions to find out all the ins and outs of their needs. So then when you offer your solution, it is the right fit for them. So we need to get clear on what it is that you sell. Because when the other part of the sales conversation or part of sales experiences is when you don't actually really feel confident in selling what you're offering, you're not necessarily confident in selling yourself and you're not clear on what it is that you sell. So spending some time to get clear on what problem is it that you solve really help to articulate that in a great way and practice articulating it. So then when you are in a sales conversation, you can say it clearly and openly and honestly, and it makes sense to the other individual. Make sure that you're clear on what result you're trying to create, because when they start, when they come to you with their need or their challenge or problem, and if you know that you can solve that problem and create a great result for them. So if you're able to articulate what that result might be, again, that'll support you in being able to make sure that what you're offering is right, the right fit for them. And really then thinking about what is your customer really buying? And this is one thing that a lot of people forget to articulate because We are so focused on the features or the product features of the offering of what you're doing, but forget about what the actual end result that we're trying to create is and really think about what the customer is buying. Because 
when I think about it, like, yes, my client is purchasing business coaching and we're doing one-on-one sessions together to really uncover what's holding them back, to figure out what mindset is holding them back and what we need to shift and change to get the results thereafter. But it's also looking at all aspects of the business and what's working and what's not working so we can start to shift and change things to create a different result. But ultimately, what my client is buying is freedom. They're buying a new lifestyle. They're buying success and achievement. They're buying the support and expertise of working with a coach. They're buying the ability to rely on someone for accountability. They're buying on the ability to create a result in their business that's going to shift and change everything for their lives. Like really getting clear on what you actually sell is really important because if you're not clear on it, then your client won't be clear on what they're actually buying and then they won't see the value in it to want to actually spend the money. So through the sales process, it's really important that you get clear on one, what is the problem that the client has and are you the right person to be able to solve that for them? How can you articulate how you're going to solve it? And how can you articulate the result that you're going to create for them in a way that they understand is the right fit for them on based on what they really are buying? When you can get really clear on all of these steps, it helps it builds confidence for sure, but it helps you get comfortable in the process. So if you are a coach or a consultant or a service provider and you really need support with being able to create a beautiful, comfortable sales process, then I do actually have a free guide on my business resources page on my website at periscopecoaching.com.au. If you just go to the resources tab, you'll find an ebook called How to Rock a Discovery Call Without Selling. And it's actually got a guide on the sales process, but then it's also got a cheat sheet as well. So it literally has a script in there that you can follow and I've tested it and I've also got clients that have tested it and it works. So please feel free to download that. It's there for you for free. And then once you get comfortable with the, with the sales process, you get comfortable on what it is that you sell and how to articulate that and how you then articulate the problem or the solution that you've created for the client. It's then working on how to deal with objections and how to deal with rejection. And these are two almost major topics. So I've actually got another podcast episode called Dealing with Rejection, but I'm going to talk, so I'm not going to talk so much about that, but, but I will say that please know that the rejection that you get is not about you individually as a human being. It's actually just about the product or service. They don't, they haven't seen the value. So when your sales process isn't clear, they haven't been able to really see the value in what they're spending the money on. So then it hasn't been a resounding yes. So you need to get clearer on that or they, it's not the right time for them. They don't have the money. They like, there's so many different reasons why they could be saying no, but just know that it has actually nothing to do with you as an individual. There's just a challenge in regards to the way it's being offered or a marketing problem or a, a solution problem, right? So maybe you've created this solution to the problem, but it's actually not the right fit for what the clients want. And that comes back to really getting clear on who your ideal client is and really getting clear on what problem you solve for them and how you do it. So if you're unclear or you think you might have created a solution to a problem that your client has, but it's not selling, then it might be worthwhile doing some surveying of your past or existing clients or potential clients to start getting some information on why it's not selling. Because it might not even be about the money. So maybe it's being able to articulate the value, what they're purchasing, or it's actually that you've created something that doesn't fit with how much time they have to spend in their lives. It might not fit with their lifestyle. It might not fit with their 
work life like you've just got no idea if you're not sure you need to go back and ask your ideal clients okay so the next part is dealing with objections objections are going to come and it's important that you really welcome the objections a lot of the time when someone has an objection where they have a question or they have um, a statement based on why they think it's probably not the right fit for them it's that's actually a really good thing you want to welcome the objections you want people to be able to be comfortable to ask you questions because when it's an objection it's not even necessarily a no like if it's a no straight out if you're not even getting objections then I would say that your offering is not the right fit for your ideal client if you are getting objections that's great you just got to get more comfortable on dealing with the objections being able to articulate how to overcome them right so the three main objections that are universal across all selling situations are time money and ability so what I mean by that is that usually people will say oh look I just don't have the time right now or I don't have the money right now or I don't think I'll be able to do that so really getting clear on how to overcome those challenges and a really good salesperson will actually be able to uncover whether those would be an objection before they become an objection so usually in the um, discovery phase where they'll ask a few questions to find out a little bit more about you and about your challenge and about what you're looking for in working with someone then they will find out okay like how much time do you have to spend on working on your business how much have you invested in yourself before uh, when you think about working with a coach what challenges do you think might come across like really being able to uncover those three key things before it becomes an objection is a really great way to figure out if they're going to be the right fit for your offering because I don't ever feel like like I don't like to actually even recommend my program my coaching program or one-on-one work if I don't feel like I'm the right fit for them so I will always make sure that I'm asking really great questions to begin with because I not only want to work out if I'm the right fit but I want to work out that if they're the right fit for me as well so I always make sure that I actually don't if I get to a point in a in a in a call with a client and they are sounding like they're not the right fit for me then I'll actually most likely recommend them to somebody else or pass them on to you know focus and give them key things to focus on before they'll be ready to work with me because I really want clients that are ready and raring to go willing to take the action really really wanting to create the results in their business and are willing and open to do mindset work so you might I might find that the client is really not at the right stage yet or they might be actually best served to be just hiring someone to do Facebook ads or they might be just best served to be go back and study on something different or hone their craft whatever it might be I would be I'm more I'm much more comfortable in being able to say hey go and work on this first and then if you have questions come back to me or maybe in like a few months time once you've overcome this or or feel like you've got more time in this area of your life then that would be the right fit for working with a coach because you I want great outcomes for my clients and I'm sure you do too. So you want to make sure that you're attracting the right clients into your business and then making sure that when you do accept clients into your business that you're able to guarantee that you can get great results for them. Otherwise, they're not going to end up becoming raving fans. They're not going to end up actually being someone who is an advocate for your business and then there's no 
lead on from that. There's no referral process happening because people aren't recommending you because they didn't necessarily have an overally amazing experience. So you want to set that up and that comes down to your sales process and your attraction plan for your clients. Once you're working on dealing with objection, the other key thing that I think is really important to work on if when it comes down to the fear of sales is any limiting belief that could be holding you back um, around sales. So, you know, sales is sleazy. I don't know how to do it. I suck at sales, like all those types of limiting beliefs that might be holding you back in this area, as well as any money limiting beliefs. So if you have any challenging money beliefs around that it's not possible to grow your business, money doesn't grow on trees, um, we've got to work hard to make money, like all those limiting money belief stories, then it's definitely worthwhile doing work on your money mindset as well. And that's something that I do with my one-on-one clients too, because I feel like if you're going to grow a business, you need to be able to have a really good money mindset. So there is actually three podcast episodes that I have. I'll put the links in the show notes for all of these episodes as well. So you can click through. And if you really want to work on your money mindset, there's two episodes on part one and part two on money mindset. And there's also an interview with a money coach. So that's with Alicia Dell and she's amazing. So if you've got any money stories that you want to work through, definitely go and listen to those episodes. But when it comes to the fear of sales, I'm going to recap. So get clear on what's the fear. Is it the fear of being salesy or sleazy? Is it the fear of judgment? Is it the fear of someone saying that you are salesy or sleazy? Like really getting clear on what is the fear around sales and starting to get comfortable on being able to sell yourself, your product or your service. And that comes down to practice. We can't expect to get great at something if we're not practicing on a regular basis. And a lot of the time, creative people will get into business and This is one of the key things that they really struggle with because they're creative people, they're givers, they want to actually serve and offer and help people. And they feel that by selling to people, they're taking other people's money away. Whereas that's also a limiting belief. We've got to be mindful that people get to choose on their own where they want to spend their money. And that is not up to you. So you by offering your beautiful service, and if you know it's the right fit for them, and you know it's definitely going to help solve their problem, then offer it please offer it and then give them the opportunity to think about it and get and respond and give you a yes or no right and don't be scared to ask if it is a no can you ask a little bit more about why that might be a no because you want to understand your clients to make sure that what you're offering is the right fit for them but also you want to understand that Whether they say yes or no, if they say yes and give you their money, then you're not taking it away from other people. You are offering a beautiful service that can change and impact their lives. They're going to be spending their money on other things anyway, and it is their choice. You are not robbing them of their money. You're not taking their money. That is their choice. So please allow them to have that decision and please allow them to experience what that decision is for them and their commitment is for them. That is not up to you. So please allow them the space to make the decision. And if it's a yes, celebrate with them. Get excited because they want to feel that excitement of spending money and making that decision and choosing them. Because a lot of the time we don't have the space to do that for ourselves anymore, right? Like we're spending money based on bills and what we're told we should be spending money on. And when it comes to spending money on things that we think are right for us, we want to get excited. Like 
every time I spend money with my coach, I'm excited about what that's going to return on investment that's going to have for me and the impact that that's going to make. Don't take away the, the joy of purchasing something from a client just because you think that they... Like, you know, it's all your old money beliefs or all your old sales beliefs that are keeping you from actually enjoying that that process with a client. The last thing is preparing for a sales call, like whether it's in person, whether it's over the phone, being able to set yourself up in a really beautiful energy. So then you can be the space to hold and ask great questions and prepare the client to make a decision on purchasing your product or service or not. And the way that I do that is I take a moment before I get on a call to set an intention of who I want to be, how I want to show up for that person. I want to know what my outcome is going to be. So my outcome is usually if this is the right fit for them that I would love to work with them. And remember, it's like dating. You're going to get a lot of no's before you get yeses. And you've got to really allow the person to get to know you and you've got to get to know them before you offer them a proposal. You don't walk up to someone and go, hey, marry me. You've got to warm them up, right? <laughs> you've got to get to know them and build a connection and build a relationship. So if, if a lot of the time I'll suggest to clients that a, a sales call or a discovery call or any form of um, interaction with a potential new client is all about relationship building. Because if they don't necessarily are ready to make the decision right then and there, wouldn't you want them to feel like you've built a relationship and you've made a connection on that call rather than just feeling sold to? I know I would like that for my clients and I will serve them and coach them on the call and I want them to feel like they've walked away from that call, call and actually received value in that call, even though it was a free call, right? I want them to feel connected to me. I want them to feel like we've built a really good connection. And then if I've given them action steps to walk away with it, they're actually inspired to take that action. I don't want them to feel sold to that. They then don't take the action because they think that it was, it came from a a different place or it came from a, a, a disingenuous place. Like really being able to think about who you want to portray and how you want to show up on the call. So then how you want your clients to feel. I think that's one of the biggest things that I do for preparing for anything, whether it be an event, it be a workshop, it be a podcast episode, it be a a sales call. Like I think about how do I want my clients to feel and I want them to walk away with value. I want them to walk away feeling inspired and empowered. So I hope this podcast episode has done that for you. And I would love for you to share with me on Instagram or Facebook, what are your sales fears? Because if there's anything else that I haven't covered in today, I would love to do a follow-up episode. So if you want more clients and you want to be able to attract more money into your life, work on your sales process. It is one of the best things that you can do for your business and for yourself. Being able to clear those old money stories, those old sales stories, and start showing up fully in your leadership and start showing up as an incredible person to work with. So then people feel empowered, excited, excited, and ready to work with you. That way you are always going to attract your dream clients. So I hope to see you on the client attraction masterclass, which is happening tomorrow. Otherwise enjoy the rest of your week. And I hope to see you all next week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.